Assassins by Christopher Edge, Chapter 4 This is where we save the country every single day. Dumbfounded, I followed Elliot as he led me towards the heart of the room. He gestured towards the huge plasma screens. On these, a constellation of flashing lights pulsed through the globe and a constant stream of data scrolled in front of my eyes. These maps show the major cyber threats the United Kingdom is currently facing. Spyware launched by rogue agents, Trojan horses sent by enemy states, malicious viruses spread by terrorist splinter groups. Each one of those flashing dots pinpoints exactly where in the world the attack has come from. Elliot reached the central hub of workstations and rested his hands on the back of an empty chair. At the other desks, the three teenagers, two boys and one girl, sat with their eyes fixed to their flat screen monitors, their fingers racing across wireless keyboards. The elite agents in this room are the firewall that protects the rest of the nation. It's their job to stop these cyber attacks and fight back against the invisible enemies that plague us. Come on, I want you to meet the team. He motioned towards the figure sitting in front of the nearest computer. I looked across to see a girl, a couple of years younger than me, maybe, her face pale in the digitally, digitally generated glow. The headset head she was wearing framed a pixie cut of dyed red hair and her green eyes darted across a double row of six computer screens set around her keyboard. On each screen, I could see a blur of social networking sites, webcasts and blog feeds. Digital conversations were constantly updating as volleys of instant messages popped in and out of existence. It was information overload. Just looking at a single screen made my head ache. This is Angela, Elliot said. She's in charge of our social networking surveillance. The girl glanced up and nodded in acknowledgement, her fingers not even pausing for a second as they danced across the keyboard. Sorry, can't talk, she explained, noisily chewing gum as she spoke. She glanced across at Elliot. I think I'm close to a breakthrough on the undercover Cransin cell. They're plotting something, something big. A grim smile of satisfaction broke across Elliot's face. Good work, he told her. Let me know when you find out exactly what it is they're planning and we can make the necessary arrangements. Still chewing, Angela nodded her head and turned back to her bank of monitors. Elliot lowered his voice as he led me round the central hub towards the next workstation. The elite monitoring system handles over two million messages every hour. Status updates, blog posts, emails and tweets. We search these for any possible threats to our national security. Most of the messages we intercept are harmless and automatically filtered out by our software. But if a message contains a code word that we are monitoring, then it is flagged on the database for analysis. What? You mean every time I post something online, you're reading what I write? That's outrageous. Elliot frowned. If you're not doing anything you shouldn't be doing, then you don't have anything to worry about, he replied coldly. It's not kids posting photos of their Friday nights out we're interested in. Terrorist organisations and extreme groups have started using these these social networks to organise their plans. At the moment, Angela is infiltrating a radical group of extremists from the rogue state of Krasnia. They're using social networking sites to organise an attack on UK soil. Thousands of lives are at stake unless she finds out exactly where and when they plan to strike. I glanced back at Angela. 
She was still chewing noisily, her mouth hanging open in concentration as the wireless mouse beneath her hand um, arced across the desk. But she's just a kid. And that's what makes her the best, Elliot replied. She's been using these social networks since she was a toddler. She won the Webby Award for Best Social Networker three years in a row before her 10th birthday. The mobile blogging company she set up with her father turned over £10 million in its first year. It's only our good fortune that Angela decided to put her special talents in the service of her country instead. Elliot came to a halt in front of the two teenage boys. They were sat facing each other, both tapping away at matching white laptops. An array of discarded USB sticks and memory cards and external hard drives littered the desk between them. Unlike these two, he said, like you, they needed a little bit more persuasion to join the elite. Luke, meet Rez and Jimmy, our in-house hacking team. The two boys looked up and I saw, with a jolt of surprise, the same face staring back at me twice. Messy fringes of dark lank hair fell across their foreheads and beneath these identical pairs of piercing brown eyes met my gaze. The two boys were dressed entirely in black. It was impossible to tell them apart. All right, they replied in unison. So you're the latest recruit? I nodded my head dumbly. On the giant screens above, a scrolling message began to flash red. Threat level, severe. My mind was still spinning with what I had learnt. It was true. Great Britain was protected from cyber attack by a handful of teenagers. I recruited Res and Jimmy myself, Elliot continued, oblivious to the warning flashing above his head. They hacked into the Ministry of Defence's secure mainframes for a laugh and ended up ordering enough military equipment to start World War Three. It was only after they turned up to school in a tank that I managed to track them down. With a little retraining, they both found that their expertise could be used more effectively on our side of the computer screen. I stifled a grin as behind Elliot's back, both Rez and Jimmy mimicked exaggerated yawns. Seeing the expression on my face, Elliot frowned, his tone hardening as he began to speak again. And with the right training, I'm sure that you can just be just as useful to us, Luke, he said. But you'll need to learn fast. We don't carry any passengers in the elite. I felt my cheeks redden at his warning, an embarrassed blush rising from my neck. There's one last member of the team you still need to meet, Elliot continued. A veteran agent who's been with the elite from the moment the organisation was first formed. From the far side of the cavernous space, a door slid open. Turning my head, I I saw a teenage girl striding across the floor towards us. She was wearing black combat trousers and a green hooded top embroidered with the slogan, Downloading the Future. Her blonde bobbed hair was clipped back from her face, which was momentarily hidden in the pages of a printout. As she looked up, I saw that she was around 16 years old and drop-dead gorgeous. For a second, our eyes met, but then she quickly looked away and her, strike, her, her striking features set in a hard-faced scowl. This is Gemma Deal, Elliot began, otherwise known as Gems. Gemma, let me introduce you to Luke Kidson, our latest recruit. 
Slamming herself down in front of an empty workstation, Gemma waved Elliot into silence. She flung her printout across the desk towards him. There's no time for introductions, she replied, her fingers racing across the computer keyboard. The UK is under attack. 